Welcome to Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat, episode 58. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and all the rest of you big, 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 big dummies. Uh, we're busy this week. I don't have time to think of a new word. I thought it was a it's, Red Fox thing. So. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, I am Sean Hood <laughs> alongside Dave Taylor. Hi. And we are FMNN's first and only WWE Wrestling Podcast. You can find us on lots of different things. And actually, now I guess we could say we're... It's our WNOR and WAFX's first and only WWE That's Wrestling right, Podcast yeah. because we're on both websites, FM99.com uh, and 106.9 or 1069thefox.com. Yep. Right under the media tab, just look for ESPR. It's right there. It takes you to our most recent episode. You can check that out. You can also find us on all your major podcast apps, SoundCloud, TuneIn, uh, iTunes, all sorts of stuff. Just type in ESPR. It should take you right to us. And if you want to interact with us, Facebook.com slash ESPR99 on the Twitter at ESPR99. And uh, what was the other one? The email, ESPR at FM99.com. Always confuses me for some yeah, reason. Like, I don't know why I get that wrong. Uh, it is Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat, and uh, we got a lot to do this week. We're coming a little later than we would normally with a pay-per-view review, simply because Dave wasn't in town. No. So Dave had uh, big, big things going on. He was out at the all, the Major League Baseball All-Star Game, and uh, while he was there, he got to interview somebody. He got to interview a little man named um, Mike. Yeah. Mike, yep, good Mike, old Mike. Mike Mizian. Mike Mizanin. Mizanin or something? What? What? Golly, Moses. Okay. He's going to yell at me more than he did in the interview. That's probably true. But he did get to interview the Miz, so we're going to have that in this episode as well, so stay tuned for that. But first, we got to do what we always do and get through the news. So... WWE has apparently, uh, really this is the only piece of big news, is yeah. that WWE has apparently uh, come to terms on the reinstatement of Hulk Hogan to the WWE Hall of Fame. Oddly enough, I didn't even remember him being removed from the Hall of Fame. I just remembered him not being on any of the stuff anymore. Yeah, I, I just kind of figured that, oh, we t- okay, we're going to take you off the billboard, we'll take you out of the open. You know. Yeah, I didn't, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't know he was removed from the Hall of Fame. Although, in, in their defense, that could have happened either when that video came out or during his whole run in TNA. Either way. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was a big deal for him to be reinstated because a lot of people weren't sure when that was going to happen, if it was going to happen, in all honesty. Because, I mean, we all know Hogan had some issues. The yeah. video came out. It showed him with, uh, well, uh, dropping the big leg on uh, Bubba the Love Sponge's wife. And, uh, by the way, my favorite line from that video is, I shouldn't eat so much sushi, brother. He's talking to a woman, <laughs> calls her brother. Man lives the gimmick. Yep. And uh, he, so I guess he's back, which means people have started speculating about when he's going to show up on WWE TV. I don't know if it'll be right away. They're, they're probably going to try and slow slow roll this. I, I think in seeing posts from The New Day and also from uh, – uh, I can't think of his name. All of a sudden, uh, uh, Titus O'Neil. Right. It, it seems like, like you, they want him to do more damage control in regards to like be more apologetic for what he said, and, right? And not say not for being apologetic for getting caught for what he said, right? And I think I think maybe when that becomes uh, more apparent to them, I think to be more accepting of it. So because it didn't seem like they would interact with him in any way if well, he's at events. Oddly enough, um, some folks from the WWE had things to say about this, one of them being Titus O'Neil, who, Titus, Titus, why? why? Titus, don't speak up on anything right now. You got in trouble for touching the boss. Maybe uh, maybe don't question their decision to bring Hulk Hogan back, at least not publicly, but I understand his position. I really do. Yeah. Um, he's basically said that uh, Hogan came, to, spoke with everybody at, uh, I guess he was at Extreme he's, Rules. He was at the pay-per-view on Sunday. And uh, he was um, speaking with everybody, kind of making an apology and whatnot. But like you said, uh, Titus here, it kind of repeats what you said. He said, unfortunately, I must echo the sentiment and dissatisfaction expressed by many of my fellow contemporaries concerning Mr. Bolea's apology, Hulk Hogan, uh, and its lack of true contrition, remorse, and des- desire to change. Mr. Bolea's apology, quote, that he did not know he was being recorded, quote, end quote, is not remorse for the hateful and violent utterances he made, which reprised language that has caused violence against blacks and minorities for centuries. So he's clearly not a huge fan yeah. of this idea. Uh, he did say that he's not against Hulk Hogan being reinstated because he's a big proponent of second or even third chances, but he's disappointed in Hulk Hogan's quote-unquote apology. Um, the New Day chimed in on it. You had a few people chime in on it. And... Uh, you know what's funny is we're in a world now where I feel like maybe you can speak out like this, whereas before you didn't have a platform for it. Yeah. Unless TMZ caught you somewhere, you weren't. Nobody <laughs> got to hear what you said about it. Well, and, and I think part of it is is like you said now with the internet's and everything, because back then, you know, that the WWE 
probably didn't want anybody speaking out at all. But now everybody's got Twitter accounts and all this, and everything's a little more personable. Right. Other than it's like you know you're not this you know kayfabe. You know it's not like you're your character all the time. You know you can't you know the Iron Chick and Jim Duggan traveling together. Right. You know, right. Right. What, I mean, I will say, uh, for what it's worth, I mean, he's definitely not the only one. Like I said, the New Day, uh, Sasha Banks was a big fan of this statement as well. Um, and I know a few other people got involved. Uh, so this clearly a hot-button issue still. So that kind of right there, especially with them speaking out publicly, leads me to believe Hulk Hogan's not going to be back on TV anytime soon. It's yeah. going to need some more time to, to cool over before they try and bring him back on television. I, I think so, but let him do... Because knowing WWE being the geniuses they are, they try to bring him back in, like, They'd run a show in Compton and decide that's the place to bring Hulk Hogan back, you know, or Chicago or, you know, come on. But I I just I think that the remarks Hulk Hogan made were disgusting um, and I don't blame WWE at all for the decision they made at the time. I know a lot of people got got mad at them for it. Yeah, but I don't blame you them. They're to. a publicly traded company. Yeah. They had no choice but to do that. And again, any moral person would have seen, would have taken what he said as awful. And and, and if that statement came out now, even more in this yeah. era where there's a little bit more sensitivity to these subjects, uh, I, I think it'd be even worse. Uh, Eric Bischoff, by the way, yes, talked about the uh, public backlash. He was really happy when he got yeah. the news because you know it means a lot to him. He says, you're going to have haters no matter what you do. You can cure every disease and on the man, so somebody's going to hate you. But I don't think people value that kind of negative input as much as they're used to because people recognize for what it is and people want to be noisy and get attention. And obviously Hogan, you know, screwed up. Uh, he said, professionally wrestling, the WWE and being in the Hall of Fame represents such a large part of Hulk's life as his connection to the audience. So he's happy from being there. He's not really saying much about Yeah, he. the, the, the problem is there he's deflecting away from the actual issue at yeah. hand. And he's pointing it out like everybody's at, like people the people who don't agree with it are haters. And that's not the case. There's people with very valid arguments yeah, absolutely. about what happened there. Um, I he, think I think Titus O'Neil, it's a very long statement. You can go read yeah. the whole thing. But it's very well written and very well thought out before he before he actually posted it. Um, and that just goes to me. It kind of proves against Eric Bischoff. It's not a hater thing. It's it's This is a legitimate argument that you need to pay attention to. And it's almost like Eric seems like he's trying to quiet that. that, Don't pay attention to that. Don't pay attention to that. You know, but I don't know. Again, Hulk's back in the the Hall of Fame. I guess I personally don't feel one way or the other about it. I don't. I'm not up in arms that he's back in the Hall of Fame. I'm also not jumping up and down. Yeah, I I, I figured he would be back. Eventually. But it's, it's, you know, at least before his passing, so he can do good on the damage he's caused. Agreed. That, he he need, he needs to fix that road, and and you know I, I don't know if it's sensitivity training or or what else he needs to do, uh, but um, you know cause that's always going to stick with him. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, so that's really the biggest piece of news we got. Uh, everything else kind of very minor stuff. You know, some May Young tournament uh, entrance and the like. Nothing too serious going on outside of that, which is good news. I don't want to report any deaths or anything. So I'll take it. Yeah, and the names coming together for the tournament, I'm I'm happy with that. So yeah, I'm, too. I'm, I'm looking too. forward to how they put that together. Agreed. I hope they do. I hope they do a little bit of a better job with this one than they did UK two. Yeah, it's rushed. I mean UK. Yeah, UK two was rushed. Unfortunately, I hope they put a little more time and effort into this one. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break, and then we'll be back, and we will get right into our extreme rules talk. Stick around. Greetings, wrestling fans. This is Dave Dynasty, host of the Dave Dynasty Show, the podcast that every week brings you nearly two hours of pro wrestling goodness from the Midwest. We feature interviews with the legends of the past, stars of today, and the prospects of tomorrow. We have segments that feature classic wrestling audio, whole episodes devoted to the history of Midwest pro wrestling, and much, much more. Do not miss an episode of the Dave Dynasty Show. We are available on all podcast platforms, or you can access past episodes and all of our social media links by visiting DaveDynasty.com. Be good, be safe, and keep on growing. And we're back, and it's time to get (sighs) extreme. That's how I feel about this pay-per-view. I'm warning you right now. <laughs> if you loved this show, you might want to tune out. Are you going to fall asleep on me in there? Ah, uh, you know what? It is a very real possibility as we talk about some of these matches because, boy, was that a boring show. Um, you know, I maybe because I skimmed through it a little bit more, so maybe I didn't. I, I did. I did not like 
the show overall, but no, but you were you you were smart I, what, and you what, skimmed it. Yeah, when I texted you and I was like, "Really?" And well, and I was telling him <laughs> just just straight stri- just straight skip things. Like, don't yeah. don't watch this. Don't like it. There was some stuff on there that I was like, just don't even bother. Don't waste your time with it. What's funny is he was like, "I blinked and I missed the the U.S. title <laughs> match," and I was like, "Yeah, well, you, you really did. You don't have to go back and look for it. There was it was six seconds long yeah, or something." And I did. And I was like, "Really?" Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll go ahead and start out talking about it. Uh, in the uh, pre-show, you had Sanity in the New Day, and uh, who, who won that one? Was Sanity. Sanity yeah. won that one. I, you know, and I got to feel like Sanity, people are still learning who they are. I mean, if you yeah. watch NXT, it's one thing, but you can keep in mind, you know, maybe, I don't know what the percentage of the audience isn't, you know, watching the product, you know, the other mm-hmm. product all the time, or if you're a casual fan, you don't know who the heck these guys are, but it's right. going to take time. You know, Rome wasn't built in the day. No, of course not. You know, Roman uh, maybe, but not. You know, it's... Um, one of the things that, that really hurt this show, and I we talked about this in the preview, and I'll talk about it again here, was the lack of extreme rules. Yeah. I'm sorry. And we had this discussion, and I said they ought to do it like the old ECW and make every match extreme rules, and just some people do it, some people don't. Yeah. But to open up some ideas for the show, because, man, it just seemed like a boring show. And, I mean, like, you had your your biggest matches, your your the, the title match, uh, the tag match, and I mean, in their mind, Reigns and Lashley. Yeah, none of them had any kind of stipulation to them. No, no. You know, and then the main event, um, the IC title match. We'll get to that. Oh, I got, ooh, I got feelings on that. Ooh, you, um, you, I think you and I are going to be disagreeing on that, but it's... maybe, maybe. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll see. In any event, uh, but you started right off with Sanity, which is a, a group that that thrives in the extreme rules environment. You know that that should have had the extreme rules yeah. tacked on, but nope. You know, yeah, it's just a tables match. I mean, it was it was a tables match, but I'm sorry, tables matches suck. They're so boring. Well, like, you're waiting, to me, you're they're, for they're the spot, right? But to me, they're a little more exciting when it's a tag team. Yeah, well, it works a little better then because you can create those dramatic moments where it looks like the guy's going through the table at the last second. The other dude pulls the table out of the way. You can't do that when it's one on one. No, you can't. No, you know. Well, I, I always think of like a really good one was one of the first ones with the Dullies and the Hardy Boys because <laughs> yeah, it was a tag team match <laughs> exactly. and you had two great teams. Yeah, and here, but. you know, I, I don't recall like a six man. Uh, I'm sure there has been. There I just don't remember. Been, yeah. yeah, at this point, but, but this one is just yeah on that same level. There has been or yeah, it's just. Anyways, the match happened. It was, eh, it was, it happened. It was it, a thing. It, it wasn't it, a bad match. It just, it didn't have any kind of. There wasn't any real excitement. to yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I think because once people learn who Sanity is, and I, they better come up with something better for Sanity to do before that happened. Yeah. You know. Uh, what about uh, Andrade uh, seeing Almas? Did I say that right? What? Uh, yeah, pretty much. But, uh, defeating Sin Cara in the, uh, in the in a match that this kind of you know that just kind of happened. It was fine. It was good for him to get on the show, at least. This yeah. is what I worry about when it's... I think he's moving more that direction, when, though. When I they're think... co- co-branded shows, this is a guy that I worry about doesn't got to get on TV. I, well, I think he's moving up to the main part of the uh, the WWE, the SmackDown roster fast, the the top part of it. Because like on this past episode of SmackDown, after the pay-per-view, they yeah. had him face off against AJ Styles, and AJ Styles barely gets the win. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a good match. It was back and forth. Andrade did not see him out of his league. Little fast for him to be in that spot, but I did. Hey, but, he, I, but again, he didn't look out of place. Yeah, when they said that match was opening the show, I was like, "Are you kidding me? That's the like, like you're putting him in this spot now. So either yeah. he's really going to go up the card, or this is it, and he's going down the card because they yeah. have nothing for him." Yeah. So, uh, but in any event, uh, I mean, he looked fine against Sinkara. Just you know, yeah. was what it was. Wasn't anything amazing. No, moving on, you're gonna have to read me the matches. I don't remember the order. All right. Uh, so we'll go with uh, the B team opening up the show, defeating Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. And you're rolling your eyes. I picked the B team to you win. You did pick the B team, and you were right. But I was shocked because the ending was clean, completely, yeah. like out of nowhere. Completely clean. They're clearly done with this idea because Matt tweeted afterwards, we, like, it's time for us to go our separate yeah. ways or something like that. And boy, did that, that storyline they were trying to do with them die a slow, painful. Well, almost. It's I say slow and painful, but it was really kind of a, once they became a tag team, we saw them a handful of times, and now they're done. Yeah, because they, they didn't do anything with it. Yeah. It's like, hey, you're together, but. Okay. Well, okay. Never mind. So, and that's over already. And I, the, the match was again. The match was okay. Was I, I thought it was fine. It was. But that's the thing. It was. It was fine. It's the same. It's the same yeah. kind of match I expect to see on Raw. You know. And you know what? And 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 hats off for finally doing something with the B team guys. Yeah. yeah. I, but again, I feel like this is the wrong way to do it because. Clearly, the crowd, the crowd at the pay per view popped when they won. Yeah, they popped for the you, title. You change. get the title change. Yeah. But in general, people don't know how to. Ch- 
to treat the B team. They don't know they're supposed to boo them or they're supposed to cheer them. They're being handled very poorly because going into that, nobody knew who's the good guy and who was the bad guy. No, you know. But then during the ma- and during the match, I didn't really even know. But you just heard the pop for the B team winning because it was you know the unlikely duo. And again, you tell a longer story with them chasing the titles. It, I think it goes over a little better. But I don't. This, this is like Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt in the sense that it's short term thinking. And what are we doing now? And I don't know that they have a plan. The only yeah. thing I can think is that they're just going to drop them to like AOP right away. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's why I kind of thought because that you're seeing them on TV more and they're on which the to game. me does nothing for authors of pain because nobody I don't care if they just won the titles nobody sees the B team as legitimate contenders. No, I mean they didn't beat the extension, but let's be honest, it's I mean we're the, you know that team is yeah doesn't mean anything. No, no. So it's yeah. it's I don't think it does anything for AOP if they if they end up taking the titles. No, off. No, not like now. I mean they they need you know have keep the belts for a long time. Have them you know beat some teams whoever they can beat who's ever left on Raw. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, then he had uh, Finn Balor and Baron Corbin, which again was fine, but nothing amazing. No, no, nothing amazing. I freaking hate Corbin wrestling in his dress oh, clothes. I was just about to say the same thing. I do not like that. It's I just, just, I said it before, and I'll say it again. It's just corporate cane all over again, and I freaking hate it. And you can't take it seriously. No, I don't expect the guy in dress clothes to win. No, ever. No. You know, no, unless it's a street fight of some kind, and you're both dressed like that. Yeah, no. I just no. It looks stupid. Put him back in his gear and let him wrestle. He's still a wrestler, for Christ's sake. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand why it's such an issue. Yeah, uh, b- But Bal- he, he loses to Finn. And- a small package. Yeah. Yeah. I-, I picked uh, Baylor. You picked Corbin. So Either way, whatever. Fine, yeah. Dave. Shut up. <laughs> Moving right along. Um, to the, uh, I don't know this is the worst match of the night, but mm. uh, Carmella and Asuka. Mm. <laughs> don't choke on your water over there. It might have been the worst match of the night. It was uh, freaking no, I-, I do give him points for originality. For one, for, for having Ellsworth hang out of the shark tank. I don't because we're always waiting for something like that to happen. We're always waiting for the dude to either drop something or yeah. get out, or it's always centered but, but, around what dumb gimmick but, are we going to come but, up with the shark cage? And that's whole the whole match was a gimmick. Yeah, you know. It, but Oscar doesn't need gimmick matches. Oscar no. needs serious and wins. She needs to beat people, and this was horrible for her. It's freaking stupid, and we get the Carmella thing just keeps going on, and it's so frustrating. You know, cool Oscar, and then Oscar choking out Ellsworth afterwards. Like, who cared at that point? Nobody. Like. like because what are you gonna do with her Oscar now? You know, apparently Vince or somebody doesn't like her. Because uh, how, how do you not? Which get... is dumb because she's great. Yeah, she's amazing and and handled correctly. NXT proved it. Yeah. She could be uh, one of the biggest stars they have. And, but... you ma- and you made her look stupid. We'll talk about another artist uh, or star that was dumb, made it look dumb. Uh, but we both picked Oscar, and we were both wrong. Yep. Yep, we were. All right, and the, and the match that I missed and had to go back and watch and find it was Shinsuke Nakamura defeating Jeff Hardy for the, the U.S. title, which was... I'm not wasting a lot of time on this. It was barely a match. It's Jeff um, I don't know, but I don't know, because then on SmackDown, he turns around and wrestles a 16-minute match yeah. or something. You know, I don't, I don't know. I have heard that he's wrestling through a lot of injuries right now, but I, I can't figure it out based on the booking. Because, again, he was wrestled for like six seconds here. And then over, it almost felt like that TNA victory road match with Sting where they came out. <laughs> yeah. Stay down. Because, you know, but I mean, that's not the case. He wasn't messed up here. But um, no, no, no. <laughs> but I don't, I don't want people to think that's what I'm saying. It's not. But it's just like that. It was just he goes it's out there and it's the over, time. you know, and it's it's he goes out there. He gets beat very quickly. Now, I will say this. I like the Nakamura thing of like the low blow thing is because has become his thing. Yeah. You know, and behind uh, the rest back for the match starts. Right. And I liked when on SmackDown, Jeff cut a promo that was, I mean, his delivery is terrible, but it always has been, um, about how he shouldn't have said that he was ready to go when the ref was checking yeah. on him. He should have said no, but he was so angry at that moment, he just wanted to get his hands on Nakamura. And so he made a stupid decision, and he told the ref yes. And I liked that he at least addressed that, because when, this, when, the, when the good guys do dumb things like that, there needs to be a reason for it that they can explain that's logical. Yeah, I've done, done cr- dumb crap when I'm angry. You're darn right. So that makes sense to me. Okay, speaking of things that need explanation. Yeah. Okay, so Randy Orton attacks Jeff afterwards. Yeah. And then he gets involved in SmackDown. But he's yeah. like, I'll tell you later why I'm doing this. Yeah, okay, I, 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 I don't like when that's done because it's like, well, we haven't figured it out. Now, my only thinking would be is like, okay, because you know, he didn't get a rematch when he lost the U.S. title. Right, maybe. And, and maybe he's just ticked about that. He's well, like, oh, remember remember before Orton had to go away for a little bit, Yeah. Um, they were doing this one-upman 
type thing anywhere where Jeff was coming out and then Randy was coming out and then yeah. So it's almost like they're picking up from where they left off, but like you said, in a dumb way because it's like, okay, well, why make us wait for the reasoning? Why not give? And you know why? They may know 100% what their reasoning is going to be, but they're like, okay, well, we've only got like two weeks of story, so we're going to stretch it out as much yeah. as we can, and so we're going to say, hey, you have to wait for the reason next week. On you know, it's it's just like uh, what I'm thinking about is like if you ever watch Dragon Ball Z. And the guys do their power-up thing, and they're trying to reach, like, Super Saiyan. And they spend the whole episode screaming. <laughs> and then the, at the end of it, they're like, will he reach the legendary Super Saiyan? Find out next time on the episode of Dragon Ball Z. And you're like, no! <laughs> it's the same sort of thing where they're like, why? There was no reason to drag it out this far. But it's, I don't know. It's, well, it's stupid. I will say that Randy looks a little more vicious than he has in a while, which yeah. is nice because he seems, when he's like that, he seems motivated. And I mean, it's, it's probably setting up a SummerSlam match. Probably. Which, which fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I don't have yeah. a problem with that. I Jeff mean, Hardy they did wrestle a little bit before, right? Because it is. A little, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't have a problem with that, but it was just, it, it didn't make a lot of sense. You yeah, know, it just didn't make a lot of sense. Shinsuke now has a belt, and uh, he finally He has a belt. belt. He has so. a belt. I'll give him that. I'm not sure I love how they handled, handled him on SmackDown. Where he escaped with the belt because of the DQ. Yeah. I'm not sure I love that for his first title defense, but we'll see what they do from there. You know? So, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. You know, give him more names. Not like a Ty Dillinger type, but somebody he could just... Yeah, I, I, I still think he needs some of that more, where, you know, the, he has a heel on his side and not just put him in these matches where he's got to cheat to win. Yeah, I, see, him, I, I don't like that because every heel that's not 6'9", they seem to think has to be a chicken heel yeah. to, to win matches. And that's not the case. He doesn't need to be. No, the... He, the no. He he's capable of being just vicious. He he needs to do that, and just to get in people's heads. Because yeah. I I like with when AJ when they first before WrestleMania kind of had the mind games going on. I know some people don't like that. I kind of did because it kind of like, well, I could do this, I could do this to you, yeah, but I'm not going to, yeah, until I lose. And then right. <laughs> they yeah, I get it. Uh, okay, in the match, we talked about you know uh, odd booking and stuff. Uh, Braun Strowman, Kevin Owens in the steel oh. cage. Um, Ugh. Which, I mean, the match itself was... It's an eight-minute cage match. Which yeah, just... first of all, why did you have a cage match? Um, we talked about that going into it, though. Yeah. And then Braun just looks like an idiot yeah. for getting him up the top and throwing him out to win. Yes, you threw him off the cage. Huzzah. But really, if you stop and think about it, Owens hasn't done a thing to Braun, and Braun keeps doing terrible things to him. Yeah. Braun's being the bad guy here. Kevin's not. Kevin wants him to leave him alone. Kevin is taking the approach they tell everybody to do, which is try to remove yourself from the situation and calm down this, you know, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's trying to get away from Braun and let things be and whatnot. And Braun keeps hunting him down and doing awful things. Like, this doesn't work when no. he's a good guy. If, no. if, if Kevin was instigating it, you know, if Kevin was doing something to make Braun come after him, that'd be one thing. But Braun's just going after him. So, yeah. first of all, it makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. the only thing that Kevin did was that money in the bank was just trying to get everybody to gang up on him. And that was it. Nothing right. like, nothing heelish. Right. You know, nice but they haven't, even, they haven't even brought up that that was the issue, yeah. which they very easily could do to explain all of this. If that's what it is, fine. Just tell me. Yeah, yeah. Tell he, me Braun he, has a vendetta yeah, against the guy. Like, oh, you want to get all these guys to take me out? Well, I'm going to take you out. Like, that's all you need to say. And you're yeah. Get, get these hands. Not <laughs> Get these hands. I'm just going to flip your car and throw you off on the stage in the porta potty. Yeah. Uh, and it, again, it just Kevin needs to be doing something to instigate these kind of attacks. Like, yeah. He needs to be doing something to get back at Braun. Like, uh, I remember I remember something a long time ago Austin did where he was coming down to fight DX and they were waiting for him and he dropped a net from the ceiling and caught them all and then he beat the living daylights out of all yeah, of them because yeah. they were trapped by the net. Why not do something similar with Braun where like Braun's out there doing something, yada, yada, yada. And again, it's gimmicky, but use the net. Braun's caught. Kevin comes out and starts wailing on him with a chair or something. Do something to deserve the beating you're catching. Yeah. You know, it's, it's been completely one sided and OK, hey, Kevin Owens won a match, but he didn't win the match. I mean, he won the match, but he didn't win the match, which Braun, Braun Strowman tweeted, by the way. Wait, I lost the match. Could have fooled me. Hashtag extreme rules. And, and by the way, Bra, Braun's Twitter. This is what he served up on uh, the, on uh, the 4th of July. That's some big stakes. He's got the meats. Yeah, he does. Um, I uh, I just feel like. It was a dumb decision because he could have very easily, instead of pushing him backwards, he could have just thrown him the other way and thrown him into the ring. Yeah. 
you know, for the same kind of effect. Exactly. Crowd still would have popped. Crowd yeah. still. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And no. it was a dangerous, dangerous bump. And it, now there was a, uh, a crash pad. Underneath well, what, but or that's whatever, irrelevant because Kevin can't see where he's going. No, this no, isn't. You're like, relying on the guy to throw where, you. Yeah, this isn't where like Shane O'Mac is looking down the thing and he has his target set and he jumps. This is I'm backwards. The best I can do is look over my shoulder once in a while, and I'm relying on you to get me there. You know, so it, it that's a scary, scary spot. Yeah. Um, we both picked Braun because it would made more sense just from the win and not. But not no, but s- no. Why, and I and I did say it's it seems a little too early for them to do another screwy finish for a cage match. You know, where where somebody gets knocked out of the cage or something to win. And yeah, because at first, that's what I thought we were going to get at one time when Kevin tried to go out because mm-hmm. we have seen that spot. I remember Chris Jericho seeing Punk and. It's, you know what? You know what? Times. I would like to see. I thought this would be fun. Okay, I dreamt up this scenario in my head. Kevin's climbing up to the top. He's waving bye to Braun. He's being. He's gloating. This, that, and the other thing. Braun hits the ropes, runs at the cage, and just kind of spears the side of the cage and takes the wall off and walks out to win. Yeah. You know, while Kevin's still up top because he can't climb down now because there's no side of the cage. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So that way, Braun's smarter than him, and he used his his brawn to get there. You know. It's 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 but it, yeah, anything well, would have been better. Out the door at that point. I was impressed yeah. with the fact that when, I do hate the door. I hate the door. I hate that option. When, when he was by the door and Kevin's was climbing, how quick Braun got to the top of the cage. Braun's a fast dude. He's <laughs> that, fast that for was, his size. That was like you know, one of the like highlights of the show. There wasn't many. But no. The fact that you know the, how quick it's like, man. I mean, he just flew up there. He did. He did. That was impressive. Uh, right. We yeah, we both took Braun. So the next match. Mm-hmm. Was uh, Team Hell No with basically Daniel Bryan. Disappointing. Because Kane got hurt. Versus get, the Bludgeon Brothers. Yep. Yeah. Um, and we should reference that. Kane is legitimately hurt. He hurt his Achilles tendon. Not sure how bad. Um, the sheer fact that he injured his Achilles tendon and he was out there working at all is yeah. a miracle to me. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, because I was um, worried when that happened. I thought, is Hulk Hogan going to show up as his uh, mystery partner? Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> that would have been just the worst. Yeah. Um, I was – I. I get what they were going for. It just didn't work. No, it just yeah, didn't work. No, I, you know, it. it I mean, it helps the Bludgeon Brothers. It's a, it does nothing for Daniel. Bryan. It's about the best they could do given the fact that Kane got hurt legitimately. Yeah. But it seems like now that we can't do this program with Team Hell No because Kane's hurt. Um, it seems like I'm not sure if this was the plan the whole time, but it seems like they may have just jumped the jumped over whatever they were going to do and say, "Hey, now we're doing." Um, the Miz and Daniel Bryan. Sorry, it's going to happen at SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, because they had the segment and all that. And, you know, and SmackDown, and, and, yeah. And Kane can go uh, get healed and then go run for mayor of Knoxville County. Right, exactly. So, I don't know. The match was just disappointing. Yeah, I, I, I just don't like these tag matches when somebody gets hurt and then, you know, and then it's just a beat And again, down I get it. It's the best they can. The, yeah. It's the best of a bad situation, but it doesn't make it good. No. You know, no. even if I grade on a curve, this was still not great. And Brian worked his butt off. He tried. He did. It, it yeah, just didn't did. work. Yeah. It just didn't work. Uh, Bobby Lashley, Roman Reigns in a match that, um, like, uh, you know, one of the non-extreme rules matches. Yeah. Why yeah, not? Yeah. Another one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't. Bad. I didn't hate the match. It wasn't awful. I was surprised to see Roman on offense quite so much. Yeah. Um, I figured it would be a little more even than it was. But uh, Roman on offense a lot. And I'm just going to say I didn't see Bobby Lashley winning cleanly. I didn't either. I was expe- not like that. I expected uh, something to happen. Yeah, I was expecting some kind of screwy finish or somebody yeah, gets or even involved. a double count out or something. And, you know. and I did not expect a clean Bobby Lashley pins Roman Reigns. Yeah, with a spear. With a spear. Yeah, I did not expect that. Now this is all being done done as they've both been named the the candidates for a number one contender yeah. uh, on Raw next week. Yay! Which I swear, if Bobby Lashley doesn't win this. <laughs> If Bobby Lashley wins, people will be thrilled. Yeah, absolutely. because Roman's not going to challenge Brock again. Yeah, like, and we've never seen Brock and Bobby. Give us that. Be you something know? different. Be something different. It just makes no sense. And we've already established Bobby. He got the win over Roman. Don't give it away two weeks later. Yeah, that they, makes they, no they are, sense. They Unless I thought, they do the count out. It's I a keep double thinking. Count I keep thinking now we're going to get some kind of DQ where Brock attacks them both to get out of having a challenger at SummerSlam, and then we end up getting a Bobby Lashley versus Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar feud or match. But at SummerSlam. it could be a triple threat, which you know I, I would, which pref- would still be. Okay. I would prefer it over Roman versus. Brock. I would prefer it over Roman versus Brock, but, but I would still prefer nine million options to that. Yeah. You know, and the crowd's gonna crap all over it. Sorry, we yeah, know Bobby will be the most popular guy in the match. Yeah. I feel like, and, and then you know, for because Roman, you've done a good job of turning them against Brock. 
yeah. at this point, which is good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad about that. But it's you, you, you've backed yourself into a corner here because they're not going to cheer Roman and they're no. not going to cheer Brock this time. No, you know? and the crowd wasn't bad for this match. I mean, they went both ways, you know, but it was no, still they weren't awful. But, but I'm going to still... say this: the crowd was kind of crappy most of the night. Yeah, but they, I mean, they did have a Rusev Day chant during the match. <laughs> <laughs> that happens everywhere. That happens at grocery stores. Yeah. Um, Where do you shop? You know, <laughs> Rusev Mart. But uh, it just it it bummed me out just because. This match should have meant a lot more than it did, and it just didn't feel like it. Yeah, but. well, well, because they had it. You know, they're gonna have, we're gonna have a big match, and then you know, now they're not, and then you know, like when they met, like you know, and now five it means guys even less because they're yeah. going right back to it two weeks later. Yeah, so it's what are you gonna do? Yeah, um, but again, the match was okay, and that's the problem. So many matches on the show were okay with really bad finishes. Yeah, the booking, I, I don't understand. Yeah, and, and speaking of booking, that made zero sense. Here we go. Uh, Alexa Bliss, Nia Jax. The match itself, meh. It really. I'm sorry. They just don't have great matches no, it, together. It, it's really weird how these two don't, considering how how Alexa is really good with a lot of people, but just for some reason, uh, Mickey James I think was was outstanding. Natalia did nothing in this match. The only reason she was out there was to get Rousey involved. Yeah. Which I don't think you needed Natalia for that. I think no, it's very no. possible for you to work it without that. You know, she could have just been sitting there and see Nia Jax taking a beating from Mickey and. Alexa and decided that's enough, you yeah. know, before she's going to jump the rail. You don't have to force feed us the Natalia thing because we've had no setup for Natalia being best buds with Nia on WWE uh, television before. Uh, just a little bit when what, J- just the, the right, match, yeah, but, just right, yeah. Then that's it. But you know, the Mickey James Alexa Bliss thing has been so well done. Yeah, and, and Mickey was outstanding. N- Natalia didn't do anything for like two. Like, even the announcer said it. I think Corey's like, "Oh, now Natalia's getting involved." Mm-hmm. And then you have a suspended wrestler in the front row ticket. Right, which we expected. But but the way she got involved, mm-hmm. like, and like nothing happened because I go, it's extreme roles. But like, it didn't make any sense from a, to me, common sense standpoint. Oh, no. Their logic, their logic that it was an extreme rules match, so it didn't matter that Rousey was suspended, was bullcrap because the rules of a match have nothing to do with the rules of a company. Exactly. It's like, it's like our rules for one individual thing we do here at the radio station don't change the rules that apply to the company as a whole. You know, if somebody if somebody's fired and we have an extreme rules thing on the radio, it doesn't mean that fired person can come back and get on the yeah. radio. It's it's just dumb. But then on Raw, like you said, she follows it up. She's there again. Yeah. And he gives her one week extra suspension. But then she's also getting a title yep, match. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I, and here's the thing. Again, I think it's too early for her to get the title. However, comma, um, I'm not totally against it. But that being said, from a storyline standpoint, this makes no sense. No. Because she broke her suspension once, she broke her suspension a second time, and not only do you not actually punish her, you give her a title yeah. match. Yeah, I, I don't get that at all. And what I thought they should have done with this match is say she got involved, but have it get involved at some point where it becomes a distraction for Nia Jax, and Nia Jax loses because of it. Right. Not this other way where, you know, just the crazy, she's beating up Mickey James and she gets thrown over the, uh, you know, the table and everything else. I... I don't know. I just I don't know. It, it, I'm with the you. booking didn't make any sense, and then when and then when I see what happens, you know, on Monday night, you're like, really? Mm-hmm. So she's not. She's still suspended. She shows up, you know, beats up Alexa, and gets it. Oh, hey, hey, you get a title match. Congratulations. We give her one more week suspension. Congrats. So she won't be on Raw next week. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. So that's lame. Um, and then after that. Probably one of the better matches of the night, AJ Styles and Russo. Yeah, I mean, and they had a good match. I'm yeah. not, I'm not going to qualify it as a great match. No, but it was a very good uh, match. Happy for Russo. I thought this was. I thought good. He, this was one of the better singles matches he's had in quite some time. Yeah. And now they're um, planting the seed for its dissension between with, Aiden and Lana yeah. and Rusev, possibly. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Because well, he's on the apology tour on on, t- on Tuesday. So, yeah, you know. we'll see. Um, and again, the match was good. was was very good. It just it, I don't think it ever kicked into great. No, no. Um, I, you, you know, it, there was if, I'm ga- if I'm ga- if I'm gauging this on like a five star scale, I'm giving it like three and a half. But I, I agree with you on that. Something there, like that. There, there, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of times where I thought maybe Rusev, except for when he hit there the monster one, one kick. There was like one or two spots where I went maybe, yeah. and then, but that was about it. <laughs> yeah, because I was hoping he would get the, the you know, to put the hold in. Yeah, yeah. You know, the accolade and that didn't happen and. No, but it was logical how they got out of it too. I liked that. Yeah, how they yeah. got around that because it doesn't make you don't want to make the the accolade look weak. No, and no. at the same time you don't want to age is not tapping out to it. So, yeah. um, in any event, so that match happened. We have little to say about it because it just wasn't bad or amazing. 
Um, and then I guess what the main event? Yeah, the thirty-minute Iron Man match, which I still hate. Thirty-minute Iron Man matches between Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental Championship. I beg your pardon, by the way. It's the main event of the evening. I was waiting for that. Okay. Um, the the match was fine. Um, the, these two had had a had, had a good match. Uh, I. I don't know how to feel about it though. Well, okay, so I, so the okay, so we're at twenty eight minutes and ten seconds. Nine, yeah. eight, seven. Uh, I'm gonna say this: first few times the crowd did that was funny. The first few times the crowd did that, I laughed. When we got down to like three minutes to go, well, when when the matches went, when well, even just later in the match, yeah. they did it through the whole freaking match. And I'm sorry, after a while, that becomes disrespectful. You're there to see these guys perform. Supposedly, supposedly, and I'm going to say this because it was a Philly crowd, right? And the Philly crowd's supposed to be one of those internet crowds and blah, 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 blah. And they're one of those crowds who supposedly loves guys like Dolph Ziggler because they're, they're held down by WWE. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, whatever it was. I don't know. They're all the same to me. Um, yeah, suck at Pennsylvania. Um, the, they're, it's, they're, it's, I don't explain it. They want Dolph Ziggler to succeed, and they think he's only being held down because of like Triple H or somebody like that in the back, right? And then he goes out there, he's given the main event on the pay-per-view, and that's how you treat it. That You treat it like you do not care. They were doing it through spots. That's what bothered me. If it was just rest holds and stuff they were doing it through, one thing. But they're doing it through high spots. Yeah, they're well, not reacting. Things are happening, yeah. They're not reacting at all. And that takes away from the match. It does take away from the match. And I'm not saying these guys will work any less hard, but do you think that doesn't somehow take the wind out of their sails a little bit? Oh, I'm sure it gets in their head a little bit when they're like, Think about Cesaro, how angry he was when he when they had those beach balls flying around during his match. The, the guy that that sort of thing does bother the performers. I was kind of surprised at this. This is the first time since nineteen ninety two in the Bulldog and Bret Hart closed yeah. SummerSlam that the IC title match closed the show. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it had to be that's ninety two. By the way, that was a better match. That was a, yeah, that was an outstanding mm. match. It was an outstanding match. The, well, this was weird because having Ziggler go down early. And now I, I, I get the point of getting DQ'd so you can you know beat Rollins and get a couple of falls. And right, which he did. That thinking, you know, then he made the big comeback and stuff. But again, this goes back to Ziggler can't beat Rollins. Yeah, he he needed help to beat Rollins. Yeah, and then I yeah. was really annoyed how it almost seemed like we were getting the exact same finish as the Shawn Michaels Bret Hart Iron Man match. And then uh, and Drew comes out of nowhere. I was actually happy about that because I was like, I swear to God, if somebody locks in a shark shoot, or uh, I'm sorry, I was like, if he hits a super kick and wins this whole thing, I'm going to be mad because it's, it's, you know, at that point, you're just ripping off another finish. But uh, Drew came out, paid dividends. I would like to think that Drew will now start working on something else, but I don't know. Well, but you know what? This does establish him in some ways because you see him getting involved in the main event because he, you know, he gets thrown out. Oh, you can't come back. Of course, that match ended, so now they have so the they restart. They started another match, yeah. and that technically he's that, allowed That's back, okay because WWE I mean, that, but that makes a little more sense to me than, oh, it's extreme rules, so a suspended person yeah, can show yeah. up and get involved. No! That doesn't work! Um, this at least was. Here's my thing, though. Were you starting a new match or were you restarting the match? Because yeah. if you're restarting the match, he shouldn't have been allowed back out there. Exactly. You know, if you're starting a new match, well, then that's another story. But again, I just, I don't know. Does it make it Dolph was a look wonky. strong? No, it didn't make Dolph look strong. I don't think it made him look any weaker than he has necessarily because he's looked pretty bad sometimes. Yeah. Um, it's so frustrating with this guy. Like, what is it? Like, like they can't, Dolph cannot really get anywhere near the top without the help of other people. But but even like the time Survivor Series when mm -hmm. like, you know, Sting came out and yeah. then, you know, he helped team, you know, team yeah. WWE win and they completely screw that up afterwards. Yeah. Take always momentum. Yeah. I mean, they had, people were excited for Dolph to be that lone person left and then Sting came out and everything. It was cool. It was yeah. a cool moment, but it was something along the lines of like, you had a chance right there where Dolph was like involved in a big thing that had just happened, and you could have capitalized on it, and you didn't. Yeah, you just kind of forgot about it and then moved on. And hell, you didn't even really do anything with Sting right after. No, you know, no, it's like no, so. I mean, no, you no, kind of just sacrificed Dolph that. for no reason. You know, I feel about but, that. But and again, I'm angry with the fans because of their how they reacted during this match. I'm not saying don't have fun. I'm not saying and not saying that at all. And again, I did chuckle when they did it a few times. I thought it was funny. But the fact that they kept doing it, I was like... I was and like, they were just completely I, I like, ignoring. I, I, like, I was like, Sean's going to hate that. Sean's they were just it. completely ignoring what was happening in the match. And that was 
I hated for that man, so much. You know, and it sucks because you would think like a Roman, crap on a Roman Reigns match. Don't get when you have two guys that can go. Don't when Bobby and Roman are out there, why am I not getting ridiculous chants? Yeah. Other than why the Rusev day, that we got a Rusev got. day, but that happens. That that doesn't yeah. count. No, give me something nonsensical during their their chant through the whole freaking match. We don't care or something like that. Whatever you want to do, but don't do your kind of nonsense where you're not even paying attention to the match during the ones that you supposedly love, Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler, when they finally have a main event slot. They didn't put Roman there, which is what a lot of people were afraid of, yeah. and then you you crapped on the one that was there. Some reports, and it goes like Pro Wrestling Insider, said that the initial sh- uh, match closing out the show was Lashley and Reigns, and then they changed it up sometime that day. But initially on the sheet, that was the last match of the night, and they, right. and they thankfully changed it up, right. and then the crowd still crapped on the main event. Overall, uh, oh, I'm rating this one low. This was uh, it's man with a lot of bad booking decisions and everything. The, bo- the booking for me really hurt us. It hurt some, a some lot. Some of the matches were it hurt it a okay, lot. but this is not something I can go back and watch. But that's my thing. If I'm saying okay, okay is what? That's average, right? That's down the middle. Uh, you I'm, know? I'm going about four and a half. Yeah, I was going to say I'm thinking maybe a five or something is right about where I'm putting this because it was a bad show. This is the bad, the worst show I've seen from them in a while. You know, you know, the amazing thing is, is like on paper, yeah. This was a great card. Yeah, which was the opposite of the previous yeah, show. Yeah, because we were like, well, I don't know what they're going to do here. And the previous show, show looked like garbage, you know, <laughs> leading up to it. And then it ended up being really good. And then this one, we were like, oh, this should be a great show. And it sucked. I really hope the next one looks terrible, Dave. So that way, well, can we can we take nine <laughs> weeks to get to the next one? Because apparently that worked. It's SummerSlam. I know, I know. And already we know we're getting Brock Lesnar and somebody. I mean, yeah. fingers crossed that it's Less Lashley or at least a triple threat. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll see where we go from there with everything. We, you know, I don't know. But speaking of Extreme Rules, a gentleman who was not at Extreme Rules was The Miz. Yep. That's because he was playing the MLB All-Star game. And uh, well, the softball it's, uh, Legends uh, game. That that's they, okay. They, that's they what do, it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah they yeah. tape it on Sundays to air it Monday night after the Derby. So uh, that happened. And our good friend, uh, Mr. Dave Taylor, was up there. And he got to meet some people and speak with The Miz. So we'll take a listen to that right now. Going. I'm ready to go. This is like a kid's dream come true. A kid from Parma, Ohio. I was the captain of the Normandy Invaders High School baseball team. So to be here at the Major League Baseball All-Star like week, it's incredible to me. This is a dream come true. I get to play on the field, get to take Jenny Finch yard. I mean, this is what it's all about. What would you do to make baseball cooler? What would I do to make it cooler? Put me in it. I mean, they're already doing it. They're doing it right now. They put the Miz in. Now I make this show must see. Uh, Put on a clinic out tonight. Tonight I'm putting on a clinic. Not only am I putting in a clinic at hitting. By the way, they put me like at the bottom of the lineup, and I went, wait a second. Am I? And then then they put me in right field for like two innings. Where do you put your worst player defensively? Right field. Where do you put your worst player hitting? But if you have a good arm, they put you in right field. I have a great arm. Wonderful. Fantastic. But I need to be pitching. I need to shut these people out. Like, they're not even going to score a run the fifth inning I'm pitching. So, no one's going to score in the fifth inning. I'm going to I'm gonna do my Deo Nomo. I might do my Kershaw. I might be like Scherzer out there. I might be like Kluber out there. You never know. And that's what it's going to be like when I'm pitching. Have, he goes, he's shooting on this if you guys want this topic. So, I have other topics. So, so no, Abe Knuckleball Schwartz, no Steve Lombardi, uh, you know, flashback from the early days of the, you know, 20 years ago, the WWF. Dude, I'm, I'm ready to go. Let's put it this way. When I get out on the field, it's a show. But you're missing Extreme Rules tonight for this. I am missing Extreme Rules for this. Yes, that is, you are absolutely 100% correct. But the fact is, the WWE entertainment. So if, if WWE doesn't want me at Extreme Rules, guess what? I'm gonna make the Major League Baseball the most must-see show of all time. So That's what the, people are gonna be talking about tonight. The they're not tonight. gonna be talking about Daniel Bryan tonight. Nobody's gonna be talking about Daniel Bryan. What they're gonna be talking about is Miz at the All-Star Celebrity yeah. Softball game, hitting home runs, taking people yard, striking people out. That's what they're gonna be talking about. Yeah. Daniel Bryan is gonna be a figment of everyone's imagination. People are like, what did he do tonight? Nothing. He did nothing. No one cares. Yeah. Only care about is the Miz. A baseball player that you could wrestle, who would it be? A baseball player that I could wrestle, that, want, that I wrestle, would go in. That you would Who's the wrestle. biggest baseball player in your mind right now? Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge, I'd take Aaron Judge out. Will you cut a promo to wrestle Aaron Judge? Huh? Will you, 
Will, uh, will, uh, will you do this? Will you do this? Oh, listen. Oh, listen. Hey, let me tell you about Wale. Let me tell you about Wale. Wale, Wale made shoes. Intercontinental championship shoes. I was the intercontinental champion at the time. Did he send me the intercontinental shoes? No, he didn't. He, doesn't even he made follow shoes. Me. He doesn't the follow me. Champion. He doesn't follow me on Twitter. I'll follow him on anything. No, he's on I'm trying to. I'm trying to show him. National team. He's gonna lose. He's gonna look like a big loser. My hands throw out. His I, I, mouth goes shut. You better God, I'm not pitching when you're up. When, when you gonna, I might beam him. When are you going to break Chris Jericho's record? When, when are you going to break Chris Jericho's record? Huh? When? Well, whenever I get a chance. Let's put it that way. Hey, Miz, uh, what's your thoughts on Hulk Hogan being reinstated by WWE? Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah they, they, they yeah. made that Listen, when I was a kid in. growing up, I ate my vitamins. I worked out because Hulk Hogan told me to. He said, everyone, eat your vitamins. I said, you know what? I'm eating vitamins, Mom. My mom was like, wait, you want to eat vitamins? I go, yeah, Hulk Hogan told me to. Did you say your prayers? I did say my prayers, too. I still say my prayers. And they've been working for me. Now he's reinstated. Hi. You... Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? myself I was the captain of the Normandy Invaders baseball team in high school so just to let you know I plan on putting a clinic out there literally everyone's gonna be watching when I'm up and they're gonna be seeing the ball go a yard I'm gonna knock it out of the out of the entire stadium I'm gonna be the first person to ever knock it out of the stadium people will be going for the ball the ball's gonna sell for millions of dollars that's my scouting report and guess where they put me shortstop I'm left-handed. Left you don't put left-handers at shortstop. Put him at first base. Put him to catch. Put him to pitcher. Put him in the outfield. You don't put him at shortstop. But however, however, I'm gonna be like Frankie Lindor out there. I'm gonna be going boom, pulling double plays, doing what I gotta do. And then describe baseball to an alien. Describe baseball to an alien. Yeah. One of the greatest sports in the history of time, and you will love it because it is so much fun. You get out there, you drink a beer, you watch everybody play. It's incredible. It's awesome. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to see you. All right, you guys good? Hey, can I get a selfie? Will you do that? What? Can I get a selfie? Yeah. You really want this Aaron Judge really promo, do. don't you? Are, you are Listen, the biggest... whoever, let me tell you something. Whoever the biggest MLB star is, that's who I want to take on. So if it's Aaron Judge, guess what? I will take Aaron Judge out. As a matter of fact, Aaron Judge, you want some lessons on baseball? Watch me tonight. Because the fact is, I'm going to be in right field. I'm going to be in your position. And what's going to happen? I'm going to throw someone out at home with a softball going 100 miles an hour. That's the cannon that is in the Mizanin. Boom. Where's the B team? Huh? Where's the B team? I don't know where the B team is. They're probably somewhere. Actually, I think they're probably winning the uh, the tag team championships. You're oh. welcome. Oh. When's Brock Lesnar going to wrestle again? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. Can you give a shout? I do a podcast called Eat, Sleep, Wrestling, Repeat. Can you uh, just give me a shout? Eat, Sleep, Wrestling, Repeat? Yeah. Where'd you get that one from? Really original. Eat, actually, Eat, Sleep, Podcast, Repeat. It's what? Eat, Sleep, Podcast, Repeat. Good one. Even more original. Yeah. Wow, you're so original. Incredible. Well, it is the most must-see podcast of all time, isn't it? Yes. It's absolutely. the best one. It's the most must-see. It's awesome. It's, what is it? Eat, Sleep, Repeat, uh, eat, sleep, something, eat, another thing. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? It's amazing. Everyone's listening to it. I've been a long time fan. Your five listeners that are listening right now are basically like, wait, what's it called again? What's it called again? Is it Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat or is it Wrestling Repeat? I don't know. I've been a fan since John Morrison days and all that. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Going back to Hogan real quick. You said you were betting practice. You guys were ruining my betting practice. I'm sorry. Would you rather wrestle him if he gets back in the room or tag with him? Hogan. Wrestle. I don't think he can wrestle anymore. If you want to stand well, in my corner, you, you can stand in my corner. If Ric Flair wants to stand in my corner, you can stand in my corner. Just don't get in my WWE ring. What? What? Aaron Judge. You want me to talk about Aaron Judge again? Um, so, I've loved you since the challenge. Thank you. But challenge member, past or present, who do you think could wrestle? Not as good as you. In WWE? In, in WWE. Who do you think could... In past or present, gee, uh, probably the most... Must see superstar of all time, the Miz. That's it. Fair enough. That's it. Fair enough. Thank you. Thanks, Miz. Cheers, guys. Thanks for being awesome. Right. You guys all good? Yeah. How did you forget the name of your own show, Dave? He gave you hell, and rightfully so. I'm. I. Uh, I, I you know. I, I just can't take under him pressure. anywhere. Jeez. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I got so excited. I'm talking to the Miz. He is in constant promo mode the whole time. He's there. He's in heel mode, and that's just talking to me. But everybody else. Uh, you know, he gave away ending of a match. You know, you know, he told me that uh, you know, the B team was going to win. You know, he didn't have much to say about Brock Lesnar. This this sounds like excuses to me. And um, 
yeah, but you know, he he was a joy. Yeah. And afterwards, off camera, I said, How, "How's the baby?" And he said, "Awesome." So, of course, yeah, of course. But he, but he didn't say like awesome. But yeah, you know, no, I know he was the, he was the co MVP of the softball game, and they played his theme song twice. Whoever the DJ was there, nice, was, good well, for them Shaq for paying was, attention. But but you know, it's like I hear I hear awesome, and then you hear his, uh, song. his music. Yeah, I came to play. Okay, yeah, there's a price to pay. You better get down on your knees and pray. Do you have the lyric sheet in front of you? That's no, I just good. know it. I just know it, Dave. Gotcha. Um, anyways, uh, so we'll move on from that, I guess, uh, and move into the mailbag. Yep. And uh, it is time now for uh, some listener mail. We've got a couple of them here. And uh, one of them is from Eduardo Faz. I'm guessing Faz. Faz? 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 Not like Faz, Faz or Faz. Not, not Faz. Faz like from uh, no, not that. the 70s show. No. No. Uh, <laughs> and it says, greetings. Hey, guys, greetings from Monterey, Mexico. Love your podcast. I listen to it every week. Anyways, I have a question for you. When do you think Finn Balor should bring back his demon gimmick? Congrats for the show. And with a little heart there at the end. Um, thank you, Eduardo. We love you, big smooches. Um, That's a good question. I, You know, I, but the problem is he's got to be in a program that means something before he brings it back. And, and yeah, and obviously he's, you know, I, I hope he's not trading once with Baron Corbin because yeah, no. that doesn't help him at all. no. He needs a program that means something. Um, the next really important program he's in is going to be probably the right time to bring it back. I mean, SummerSlam is a good time, but I don't like them doing it just because. Yeah. It needs to – like they did that with Bray Wyatt, and I didn't like it. I didn't like it because they were forcing it. Um, but it's been a while. And similar thing here. I just – I don't – there's no reason for him to not – there's no reason for, for this to be – the for, for it to just be anything. It's got to be something that matters, like a reason for him to – like I keep maintaining it would have been perfect to do against Brock Lesnar. Absolutely, but they just never wanted to go that route. Apparently, no, and, so and they had Reigns maybe, win the match on Monday. Maybe if Braun becomes champion, it might be the right time to do it. Bring out the the demon against Braun at some point. I can I can see that happening, but he needs a few to do it. Like yeah. like if he does it against Baron Corbin, you're just wasting the character. You're completely wasting the character. I do yeah. think it's good that it's been off for a while though. Yeah, because yeah. I don't think we've seen it since he wrestled AJ Styles. Yeah, that was the last time. Yeah. yeah, which was even stranger because that was even the intent yeah. of. But I mean, that character. was he was he was going to be yeah. the demon already, so yeah. they can't advertise the demon and then not give it to you. Exactly. But um, so I, I, to answer your question, the next time he gets in a meaningful feud that that feels like like a serious like a, like a blood feud, and I would like say like for a championship of some kind too, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would help. Or deeply personal. Yeah, deeply personal. Yeah, but he's got um, that right now. The next message is from Josh McGinnis. Uh, he said, what the bleep was the U.S. title fiasco? Why did it squash? Why did it squash? And what was Why Orton was doing? Well, Orton was punching Jeff in the face and kicking him <laughs> in the balls. Um, I thought that was self-explanatory, but whatever. Um, well, he's just he's just rekindling a feud with him, I guess, or yeah. starting the feud, I guess, because they never really got to get it going the first time. So, I mean, that's all that is. Um, as we'll, t- far as- we'll tell you next week when we find out. Or yeah, when weeks. we get the answer, <laughs> when he's when he's gracious enough to give us the freaking answer. Yeah, it's like, I'm not going to um, tell you why I turned heel. I kind of that, that's such a crutch. Yeah, yeah. But uh, as far as the U.S. title fiasco, I don't know. It's just to get it off Jeff, I guess. Maybe yeah. maybe he is injured and he's going to go out sometime soon, so they wanted to get it off him. And hey, Shinsuke's got, but I'm maybe he's going to be out soon. Yeah. Um, and Jeff's got or uh, Shinsuke's got a title on him. Cool with that. Yep. No problem got with Shinsuke having a title. Finally. So there you go. So that's the mail, and that's the episode this week, episode 58 of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. Make sure you tune in next week. We're going to be able to talk more Raw and stuff like that, yeah, actually. And a lot of happening in NXT we didn't get to. Yeah, we got to catch up on NXT. Alistair Black and uh, Tommaso Ciappa. Stuff's, yeah, we yeah. got to catch up on NXT next week. Promise we will. Promise, promise, promise. So make sure you're here for all that. And, of course, you can always get in touch with us, facebook.com slash ESPR99. On the Twitter, at ESPR99. And email us, ESPR at FM99.com. Please, we love getting emails from you guys. And being able to make you a part of the show. Questions, topics, uh, comments, anything. Just go ahead and hit us up. And if you are listening to us on iTunes, and specifically iTunes, but anything, if you could give us a five-star rating and a review, that would be that would mean the bad, the world to us. I think we got a couple of new ones here recently, and I do appreciate that. But the, the more of them we get, the more eyes we get on us. So help us out. Help us out! And as always, uh, make sure you listen to every episode and share it with your friends because... You can get it right? You should do it. I don't want to screw it up. Oh, yeah, that's right, because, you know, we're a podcast about <laughs> wrestling, but it's not in the name. Um, <laughs> make sure you share it with your friends and tell them that they should also be listening to Eat, Sleep, Podcast, and Repeat. That's the right name. <laughs>